a podcast about all things streaming each episode we break down some of the best series songs movies and shows i'm one dude parker i'm the other dude jeff and dudes this month our theme is natural disasters and which this almost was and this episode we are talking about this is the end but first jeff what else have you been streaming all right, so last week, you know, I mentioned we listened to an audio book where the yeah. crawl dads sing, and our goal was to stream the movie. It does play on Netflix, and we were able to do that. And I'm going to have to join the club that I almost kind of put down last week <laughs> of the, oh, the book is so much better than the movie. Man, that played true big time here. Um, you know, I, I, I think in the future i'm going to want to watch the movie first and then read the book so i mean obviously and i and i know i mean you spoke on this uh a couple of days ago as well but obviously most of the time the movie is going to have to leave out a lot of stuff from the book just because you know they're of the time constraint yeah. um you know you know most most of it ain't gonna be like Harry Potter where they yeah. devote eight, nine movies, you know, to a novel series. But so there's that. But then the other thing I thought about is Well, in all fairness, like except for the last two Harry Potter movies, each Harry Potter movie was like did coincide with its own novel. So it wasn't like they broke up like one book into like Yeah. Yeah. Did you read the Harry Potter novels as well, or just uh, the so like I actually like it was like hit or miss. I I definitely read the first one, and then I think maybe I read the fourth and the fifth one before I watched those movies. But the rest of them, I I had uh, watched the movies randomly. Before I read the books, but I've read all the books and watched all the movies. But I think it's those are the only ones that I actually read the yeah. books first. Well, I, I think I did but, learn that. I mean, there's it's... other books like I, th- I know, definitely. I know I've talked about holes. Yeah, that was like, but yeah. Um, see, I'm actually the opposite of you, man. Like, if I'm going to read the book and there's a movie about it, I would much rather read the book first because I feel like. If if you're going to go the opposite way about it, it's it takes away from the book, um, because you already have like an image of like who you've seen, um, yeah. you know, on screen and what they sound like, and I don't know. I feel like you always make it better and more personal, maybe, in your head, and it's more yeah, fun that way for me. But I totally get that. But I think it's true the flip side as well. I felt like reading the book first strongly took away from the movie. It's almost like you go to sit down, you know, you and a buddy go to a movie and before the movie starts, he tells you everything about the movie. So there was, you know, I'm I'm, I'm used to watching a movie and seeing it and learning everything for the first time. I'm going to say this, Jeff, about 
that movie in particular, and I didn't want to tell you this because I knew that you were going to watch the movie, and I haven't seen this personally, but I remember when that movie came out that it got, like, it was popular, but I don't think it got great reviews. And I don't, I think that was, like, from people that hadn't even read the novel, like, didn't like it. So I think it's, like, in that particular case, I don't think the novel had anything to take away from the movie in general. But, I mean... In in some cases, I think it does, but I mean, at the same time, it's like, how many times will you reread a novel and love it, even though, you know, but yeah. if the film, there's still times where the film is a good, like, companion piece, and you can enjoy both of them, I think, because yeah. you mean, you, you're like, oh, they're doing it right, oh, they got my person up there, and they're doing it right, you know, like, and you're, you get excited about it, Um but yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, it, I think one thing it will, it will for sure change is, of course, you know, don't read a lot of books. Um, although I, I think we will do audio books a lot more, especially anytime we're traveling, um, because that, that made a trip a lot, a lot better. But um, I'm not going to be as insistent on only doing a book that has a movie. Yeah. Because, you know, again, I think, and like you said, it's, it's very possible it just could have been maybe just the movie just wasn't that good. Uh, but I think even if the movie is really good, again, because you know, because you know, you've heard me say m many times, I, I'm not a big movie rewatcher. Yeah. No matter how great the movie is, I've just I don't rewatch a lot of movies for for the fact to me it's hard to beat that first time. Yeah. Um, you're learning the characters for the first time. I mean, everything's new. You're 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 along the journey for the very first time. And there's no way to read a book first and then watch the film and have that same feeling. But I do completely understand why people say, oh, man, the book is so much better yeah. than, than the movie because right. it's just so much detail. And, and you, you're in the thoughts and emotions of the characters a lot deeper um, than, you know, in the movie is so constricted as far as how they can pull off what's happening in the book. So it definitely gave me a very strong understanding of, of, of why, you know, I hear people say that a lot, but yeah. the, book, the book loved it. The movie, eh, it was just okay, but I am curious what Read I like. Don't watch it. You heard it here. Yeah. First. I am curious what I liked the movie a lot better. Had I not already read the book? Um, I, I'm just curious. I'll never know, but and that's, yeah. and that's okay. Uh, because, you know, especially, uh, I'll, I'll try not to give away too much, but there, there's kind of the big twist. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of times those big twists is what really makes or breaks a movie. Uh, well, going to the movie, I already knew about the twist. <laughs> so yeah. that, that whole part was taken away from me. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I did, I did stream it. Check it out. I mean, it's, uh, you know, for those that haven't watched the novel and you will be learning and seeing and on the journey for the first time. You may, you know, you may find that you absolutely love it. Um, but just to test my theory, I, I would like to pick one where I watch the movie first and then read a book and then see what I think and kind of how they compare going the, you know, the opposite direction. Yeah. I don't know. I, like, I mean, like for the Harry Potter, like for me, I don't know, like I was able to separate them almost even though I knew it was going on, like I kind of knew that there was more like in depth already with like with the first book. Um, so I kind of expected more storylines to like connect in different ways. 
um with that so yeah but um yeah cool man awesome so did uh did you finally get off of love is blind you got something new to report okay to okay week? so i will say i ha- so they're still watching we're still watching love is blind um uh when this ever when this episode airs the weddings will have happened and the live reunion has just aired like <laughs> probably as this episode is airing it's probably ending ish because i think it starts at like 8 p.m on sunday so um the parker that is watching this is not the same parker that you're you're gonna know whenever this episode <laughs> airs um because i will be a changed man but i won't talk about love is blind um Actually, I can talk about two things real quick because I touched on um, last week about an audio book that I was talking about. And um, I actually recommend this to you, man, because you want to get into in, um, audiobooks that don't have movies about them. And I don't think these are have anything to do like with any movies or anything like that. Um, but um, it's called New Arcadia. And the second book, which is called Stage 2, just came out. Um, well, I say just came out. It came out like six months ago and I'm just now getting around to it because I just now like found out that it was, it had been released because, you know, (coughs) I hadn't checked on it. Excuse me. And, um, and so I've actually started that. I haven't finished it yet, but I love the first book. Um, it's kind of like, I don't know if you've ever do you know are you familiar with like ready player one at all like the film or the novels I mean, i've i've not i mean okay, i've heard so, of them but i haven't seen or watched them so this, the premise is sort of similar um it takes place in like a post-utopian society where a lot of the main storyline takes place in virtual reality but that's about where it ends um because the rest of it is kind of a you know, it's not really like based on like it's not kind of like the same style of game mechanics or the same, I guess, world at all. And the same storyline is totally different. But I definitely recommend it. Um it's called New Arcadia. I've been listening to the audiobooks, but I'm sure the books are great too. Uh, but um, I'm also gonna talk about this other show on Netflix. It's called um, I'm sure. I'm sure plenty of people have watched this because it's the number one show on Netflix as we're recording this, but it's called beef. It it is so funny. I haven't finished this either, but I'm like four or five episodes deep into it right now. And, um, it basically starts out with, um, this one guy, he's like a handyman. And then this one woman, she's kind of like the CEO, um, entrepreneur and her and, this guy like cross paths in like a road rage incident. And like he kept, he get, he writes down like her, you know, number or her um license plate number and everything. And, you know, finds out who she is and like goes and retaliates. And then she finds out who he is and it just keeps going back and forth and back and forth and kind of is like escalating and like, but like, it's kind of like also going into like their personal lives and like why they're like, why it kind of like led them to go through a road rage. So it's kind of like a bit of a drama, but also like a comedy at the same time. And it's kind of 
tense at the uh, it's it's great it's great it's kind of like i don't know if you've seen the show um dead like me or was it dead to me i think with um christina applegate and like linda, yeah. linda i haven't seen um, it but i'm familiar yeah, with it that it's kind of like that kind of like vibe but not really you know this obviously it's a different story but um with like the the way it kind of just like is tense but funny and dramatic at the same time yeah. um love that vibe but how, how many yeah. episodes is in beef i think it's probably 10 honestly i don't okay. know it's netflix it's a netflix show um so I, i've seen it advertised well, yeah the last few times i've been on netflix i've, I've seen yeah because it. it's like the number one show right now exactly and it popped up on for me and so i'm like okay i gotta watch this because i haven't really been watching anything else and i've also been I don't have any Love is Blind episodes to watch right now. So I threw it on and man, it's great. I loved it. I loved it. Sweet. Yes, definitely recommend it. Beef. Um, so this month we watched, or this month, we this week we watched this is uh this is the end. Um not this is the end. So how it ends, right? How it ends, yeah. This is the end is a totally different movie. Actually, it's about the apocalypse, but this definitely not this movie um how it ends jeff this was your pick so tell me what can you tell me about this movie all right so i mean i occasionally like to and, and I, we're similar in, in in a little ways in this area but some of my greatest movie experiences are kind of like those diamonds in the rough you know a movie that you go into you don't know anything about it. You haven't heard any hype. You you know, there's zero expectations. So, you know, occasionally when we're picking movies, I kind of like to look for one that I feel like, you know, me, neither one of us have maybe seen or we yeah. haven't heard a lot about. Uh, so yeah, I'll do the same thing. I kind of do the same thing. Like, especially if it's like some, a movie in the, like a category that I didn't really, I'm not really familiar with. Like, you know, that's kind of yeah. how we watched, you know, he got game. So, I mean, that was kind of the goal of mine. And then, of course, I, I think I hinted last week that uh, this one really came across my attention because uh, it stars my wife's number one biggest celebrity crush in Theo James, mm -hmm. uh, who played Will Younger in this movie. But he was the lead male character in the Divergent series, um, if anybody's caught that one. But I uh, love the series. Uh, he, he was great in it. But, yeah, my wife just totally adores him. So when I saw that he was in it, uh, of course, Forrest Whitaker's in it. I've always loved him. Love Forrest Whitaker. And uh, I was like, you know, hey, it fits our theme, you know, for kind of natural disaster, end time, whatnot. And uh, so that's that's kind of where we went with it. Um, so I'll just kind of briefly, I will preface by saying that there was like hardly any information on this movie. Uh, I was, I was kind of joking with Parker earlier this week. Yeah. Like, dude, there's like a total of seven items in the, you know, trivia fun fact section. And I said, none of them are that interesting or fun. So, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Uh, it'll probably help since, you know, I blabbed so much last week because there was so much information. But uh, as I mentioned, Theo James plays Will Younger. Uh, Mr. Theo, he's he's an English guy. He was born in Oxford, England. Uh, of course, I mentioned he was in the Divergent series. Uh, he was also in a couple of the Underworld movies. Uh, he's in a lot of TV series work. Miss um, Cat Graham played Samantha Sutherland, Sam, which was uh, Theo, who played Will Younger. It was his love interest. 
she probably most people will know her by Vampire Diaries, which I haven't watched. I've always it's always been a show I thought I might would want to check out. Yeah, I've never watched it either. I was kind of over the vampires like at that time for sure. Yeah, especially like she another was in dramatic that. thing. And uh, turns out I have seen her in something, and this is this will shock you. But I saw her in a Christmas movie. She was in a uh, Netflix original <laughs> called Operation Christmas Drop. Um, but now we'll throw something Parker's way. She uh, did some voice work. Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, that's uh, uh, that's coming out, right? She provided the voice in the movie and TV series. Oh, um, So she's done a lot of Netflix work as well. Uh, a couple of Netflix originals. Uh, of course, you probably noticed in the movie uh, with her complexion, it's like, it's like, you know, you're probably curious, what, what is her nationality? Because she's got such a beautiful complexion. I mean, she, she's gorgeous. Uh, well, her father is Liberian. Her mother is uh, is from Russia, uh, Jewish, Polish, Jewish family. Uh, so she was raised in her faith. So that's kind of her background. And then Mr. Forrest Whitaker, uh, he's another one. I mean, he needs no introduction. I mean, this dude's been in a ton of stuff over the years. He played Tom Sutherland, so Sam's dad, and Will's hopefully, you know, future father-in-law. Uh, interesting thing about Forrest, he's only the fourth African-American male to win an Academy Award for Best Actor. I guarantee you Parker can name two of the other three. Sydney Portier. Maybe Parker can name all three of the other three. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one I wasn't sure <laughs> if you would give. Uh, uh, I mean, of course, there, there's a ton of guys to, to choose from, but uh, Denzel, other, Denzel, Denzel, he's another one. And um, then, uh, the last one's not necessarily an obvious choice. I mean, when you hear the name, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But it's Mr. Jamie Foxx. Oh. Um, so uh, yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that one, but that one does make sense. Uh, so Forrest joins a very good company. Uh, so is I think it's Academy Awards for his role. Well, I won't say that. I don't know, but he was definitely known for uh, the Last King of Scotland movies like Bandage Point, The Great Debaters, and he's done a bunch of TV work as well. So a lot of my information on this movie isn't necessarily going to be directly about the movie, but more of the science maybe behind the movie and then some, some real life examples. But the movie didn't do so well as far as reviews as like a 17% score on Rotten Tomatoes uh, has an average rating of like three out of 10 at Metacritic. Uh, so it wasn't very well received. Uh, it was first greenlit in 2011. Netflix acquired the rights in 2017 and then it dropped in 2018. I've got only two tidbits as far as facts about the actual movie. All right. Let's um, hear. Neither of them all that interesting, but I'll throw them out there anyway. <laughs> uh, some of the soldiers in the movie at the roadblock scene were actual members of the Canadian Armed Forces. Okay. Uh, Canadian because most of the movie was filmed in Winnipeg, Canada. Okay. So. Now, most of my discussion is going to be, and you'll get into this, obviously, with your recap. Maybe. Uh, tell you what, actually, I'm going to share that. I'm going to share the rest of the information until after your recap. Okay. Um, because I, I think it will make more sense to go there. Because like I said, it's it's not really 
interesting tidbits necessarily about the movie, but more about theories about the movie per se. All right. Well, speaking of the recap, um, this is the part of the episode where I will completely screw up this movie by trying to tell it and recap it completely from memory. And I can already tell you right now that Jeff is going to give me a pretty low grade from ranging from A plus to an F, just like I was giving an oral presentation in class. And, um, you know, when I'm done, that's when I find out, you know, if I pass or fail this film. And, uh, you know, we've been on a pretty good roll this month. Uh, so I, I, I'm, I'm probably like in my like mid my mid month slump, but I'm gonna I'm not gonna blame I'm gonna blame the movie on this one. Um, All right, so I'll go ahead and get my ruler. Right. <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna need to smack you. You can go ahead and get your red pen out. Um, all right, um, but first, um, and I, yeah, like I'm gonna go with actors' names again because. Um, and it'll be like this girl and that girl type things because, you know, horrible with names. So, um, so just, um, um, bear with me on that. So we're going to start out with, uh, Theo James and his wife, you know, they're pregnant and they're talking about their baby. They're all excited about it. And they're talking, you know, they're, um, we find out they're not married. Uh, they're, uh, he's going to go ask uh, her parents for um, permission to marry the daughter. You know, he's old fashioned like that. And they don't know so, about the baby. So how uncomfortable and tense was that whole sequence? <laughs> Dude, like when he got there? Yeah. Like just before, Oh, man. Yeah. We're with, so the, with the well, with Sam's dad and uh, his uh, his mom. Uh, or not his mom, but Sam's mom. Yeah, yeah Sam, that yeah. was. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I felt extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, dude, I've been in that situation before, where um, yeah, it's just completely uncomfortable, and yeah, don't like it. It's not fun. Um, same kind of the same vibe, which I I there was no good reason for me. Um, but yeah, anyways. Uh, so he's there. Uh, like you said, he's it's got a bad vibe with the parents. Um, the mom asks him to leave, so he leaves before he even tells about you know the baby or asks for the you know her hand in marriage or anything like that. Um, oh, I skipped over the reason that he doesn't like um Theo is because you know some over some boating incident don't mention it and blah 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 so that's the whole reason and so he's leaving their house and um he's talking to his wife and they're kind of talking about you know how everything went and the conversations some you know you start getting some interference and they uh she's like you know freaking out and then they lose service and Theo realizes that, you know, he's stuck in traffic and nothing's moving. They can't get to the airport because everybody's freaking out. Um, everything's gone down. There's no, like, communication. So he goes back to um, 
Forrest Whitaker and and wife's house, and they're already like getting prepared. And uh, Forrest Whitaker's like, you know, like we got to you know boss up. And so they decide to go to Seattle to save Forrest Whitaker's daughter and Theo James's potential fiance. So they take off and you know the first thing they do is they come into like contact with this couple you know everything's already people are already writing like it's only been like a few hours and everybody's already things are already gone to hell um chaos has already ensued people um they're trying to you know rob theo james and then uh forrest whitaker it's like hey you know i got some more money in the trunk so he goes and tries to like he goes and pops the trunk and they pulls out a gun and chases them off. And then, you know, for some reason, Will's mad that he has um, a gun. Oh, I remembered his name, Will. And so um, Will gets mad that he had a gun and Forrest Whitaker, you know, has to explain to him, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so uh, they're on their way. And I'm actually uh, glad you brought that part up because that whole sequence i'm like i don't know if it's because I, i'm in the south but i'm like why are they making such a big deal that he had a gun <laughs> like why no, is he so, I don't, why is he so bothered by that right like i feel like i feel like any human being in that situation would be like man like you know what i mean like i can see somebody being upset like man you didn't have to just come out with guns a blazing but like he literally just like used it to protect himself in the situation like that's exactly yeah. the, uh, but anyways. And of course, um, we find out later it wasn't even loaded. So, right, right, right. <laughs> but I just thought uh, that was weird. I was like, why is he so upset? Because he had a gun. Right. I don't know. And I mean, he didn't really take me. I don't know. He was, he had a weird vibe this whole time, anyways. Um, so he, um, like, he, he honestly should not have survived. Like, <laughs> if we're being honest, because he was like the dumbest person in this whole movie. He kind of just stumbled his way across the country. Um, so, um, they're on the road, they get, they you know, see blue lights behind them. They're freaking out. Oh no, no. They get to the interstate. Sorry. They get to the interstate finally. And they find out that it's closed. Um, and you know, the Canadian guards that you're talking about earlier, uh, they have everything blocked off. They're not letting people on. They don't really know what's going on either, but you know, with everything down, they're afraid, you know, if people get in a wreck or anything happens, the you know, uh, emergency services would not be able to get contacted or anything and get help. So it's for everybody's safety. And Forrest Whitaker, you know, kind of explains the story to him and uh, the sergeant allows him to go through and they're on their way. And then they get pulled, then they get pulled over by a, uh, what they think is a cop. And uh, they find out that it's just another uh, scavenger who has stolen a police car and has a gun um they wind up overtaking the guy and taking the cop car and um and the cadillac to um this little you know uh service station where they find this um girl who is trying to make it to california to be a rapper and she promises to fix the car if they can ride, if she can ride with them 
and they agree and so they're off and then they come upon uh first they come upon a i think it was like they see a couple have a wreck right and then they go up to it and you know they can't really save anybody so they're upset and everybody's bothered by it um and then these scavengers come up and they're trying to they start attacking everybody um and so that's when uh they try to go and like save them and yeah see i forget what happens well i know there there was the part where uh those guys stole their gas. Was that that back. part? Was that that part? I I thought that was next, but yeah. So okay, we'll just skip or right soon part. afterwards for sure. Yeah. So and then they, I think they like his. I think they got the gas from that place, right? Maybe. I don't remember. Anyway, some somehow they they obtain gas, and then, then these other scavengers come up, and they you know, um, oh, it's because this this woman that is pretends to be pregnant and like hurt on the side of the road, they pull over to help. And that's when they get Jack for their gas. That's when that happens. And, um, they chase after them and, um, they wreck and they decide, um, between, um, saving them or getting the gas because the car is on fire and they, there's a leak and their car's leaking gas. So they grab the cans and the girl, I think her name is Ricky. She yep. does not like this. Ricky, oh, Ricky, actually, Ricky. actually before this, okay. So I do remember before this, they, um, they find like an abandoned water park during the day and they pull up to it and they're just kind of exploring it. And Ricky's all excited and she goes to jump in a pool and it's like the water's all hot because the temperature's been rising because, you know, the world is, you know, seems like it's coming to an end. Everybody's trying to, doesn't really, it never really actually says what's going on. It just kind of implies, which we can talk about that later. Um, and so um, fast forward to where I was at originally, uh, kind of just hopping all over the damn place. And um, so Ricky's, you know, she's all upset because, you know, she she feels like they killed them, you know, like and she feels responsible for their death and which I mean, you know, they kind of were, but at the same time, you know, like they were trying to get their stuff back and survive. Um, so in the morning they find out that she is gone, she's totally left. Um, we never see or hear from her again. And uh so they decide to you know keep moving and that's when they run into somebody else that's a scavenger and i forget exactly what happens here and then forrest whitaker gets injured did you already cover when uh ricky left yeah, Ricky left the next morning after the um after the car wreck when they took their gas back because she felt responsible and felt guilty and she wasn't cool with them anymore. Yeah. Um 
Yeah, and then um, and then Forrest Whitaker, you know, he's injured. He's got a lung punctured. They find some stuff to help him so he can breathe a little bit, but, you know, he's still bleeding out. And um, him and Will start connecting in the car. And uh, and then... Um, Did you, you know, find it uh, interesting that he... He told him, Will told Tom about the baby before he said anything about wanting to take his daughter's hand in marriage. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess he wanted to know, you know, like that was more important, you know? Like, yeah. Like, hey, before you die, like this is more important, I guess. Like you wanted, yeah. you're going to be a grandfather more than it is. Like, hey, can I marry your daughter? <laughs> I guess it doesn't really matter. <laughs> At that yeah, point, true. he can just lie and say he got it anyways. He's like, yeah, he totally gave me permission. Um, <laughs> um, and so they actually, you know, that's they will tells that side of the story or you know, all that stuff. And then he also tells them um, you know, about the boat, which um we find out that um, you know, that she she was the one that had wrecked the boat. She was totally drunk. And Will, um, who's Sam, by the way, and Will was the one that kind of took the rap for for her so that Forrest Whitaker wouldn't be mad and um Forrest Whitaker's like you know you're gonna be a great dad and they have a bonding moment and kind of you know become that little have that little bond before Forrest Whitaker dies and then um Will is on his way he kind of you know gets into a few things here and there honestly like I'll be completely honest I only had time to watch this movie once and I think you only watched it once as well. Um, and so, like, after Forrest Whitaker, like, even as bad as I've already been, like, talking about this movie, when Forrest Whitaker left this movie, man, I mean, Theo James is what he is, but when Forrest Whitaker left this movie, my my attention span dropped dramatically, and I could not, I could not pay attention but I, I do remember, I do remember, like, so I faded out really bad in this part right here. I don't really remember exactly what Will did. I know he got into a few, like, altercations himself um, before he makes it to um, Seattle. He finally makes it there. Um, it looks like a wasteland. Like, everything is, like, covered in dust. And he finally makes it to his house where he, you know, sees this um, address, like, a finds this note written on his door written by Sam, like, Hey, you know, I'm alive. This is where I am. I'm, this is the address. Like, come find me. And so he gets there and this guy comes out, you know, pulls a gun on him and he's like, Hey, you know, like, who are you? And then Sam rushes out and she's like, don't, it's Will. Don't, don't, don't. And so we find out that Sam has already been like checking up with their neighbor and he's, you know, jealous of Will and so, um, and so, you know, he's kind of getting bad vibes from Will's getting bad vibes from the neighbor guy and the neighbor's like, Hey, you know, like I saw some kids going through your truck there. I saw, you know, they live out in the woods. Let's go show them. Uh, let's go, you know, I'll go show you. And so they go out to the woods and, you know, Will realizes that he's about to get killed. So he, you know, before he can get, when he pulls the gun on him, Will pulls his gun real fast and shoots him. And 
then that's when they realize that the world is, you know, they got ashes falling from the sky and Will can see that something bad's happening in the distance. So he goes and grabs Sam and they get in the truck and they start driving and we see like what looks like an explosion just like trailing like it's like an avalanche of fire and explosion is just like crumbling towards them and it starts getting closer and right as it starts to hit their tailgate it starts to ease up a little bit and then we just see them drive off in the distance and the end so jeff <laughs> so uh, a fun fact about that last part which uh if my research is correct it was considered a pyroclastic cloud uh-huh. um, they typically average 400 miles an hour so it's very oh. impressive that they were able to outrun it yeah, <laughs> in real. little vehicles so, for real. Uh, so so the, the neighbor guy i think it was jeremiah okay do you, you think him and sam pick a chicka wow wow oh they for sure did yeah you think sure. yeah yeah because he was yeah because he, he was always like, we have a bond. I have a say in this. Uh, I mean, you know, like I don't know. I'm gonna so, give Sam. I'm gonna give Sam a little bit more credit, just because it had only been like maybe what five days, maybe six. Um, she's like, we thought you were dead. I don't think they would be that. I don't think she would be that defensive over like. Yeah, it, it like we it, just it, live together. It's it's very possible they did hook up. Um, but part of me, and maybe I'm just just wanting Sam to be good. Because <laughs> I'm like, you know, as, as much as she supposedly loves him, she's having his baby. It ain't like it had been like, it ain't like Castaway, you know, <laughs> where he had yeah. been gone several months. You know, it hadn't been a full week. So part of me just thinks that Jeremiah has always been in love with Sam um, the whole time. And this whole catastrophic event was his opportunity to no. finally get Sam. And he was no. just, he was highly pissed to, to find out that Will was alive and, and, and now, you know, there in person. Um, no, no, she that, was, that, she that's was what, that's pregnant. what, I, that's she what I'm pregnant. going to hold on to. She was pregnant and then a man came and saved her. And I'm not trying to like play any stereotypes or anything like that. Cause he did the same thing. He was just as guilty. So if his wife would have survived, he would have been just as guilty. But yeah, they, but I mean, and at the same time, like it's hard to blame somebody in that situation too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, the world's ending, you know, and you, it, it's one thing that's just like, we're, we could be the only two people left in the world right now. Like really, yeah. we only have each other, you know? And so I can see that happening really fast like that, especially if you think like your partners are dead. Yeah. Well, see, the weird thing was, is, and then I'm sure you noticed too, the movie just took a weird turn and vibe, um, especially after Forrest Whitaker's character died. Yeah, for sure. Especially when they introduced this Jeremiah character. So yeah. at, at this point, you're not, sure how weird and strange this movie is about to get so therefore split second i'm thinking holy crap jeremiah is the dad <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Of, of this baby uh but you're gonna find out he traveled the whole the whole distance for nothing i mean I, you know it's really, like i was actually about to leave you for him anyways <laughs> yeah I, it's just you didn't you just weren't sure how strange it was going to get and it turned out it didn't get really all that strange it just right. kind of 
just ended. <laughs> it just it was a uh, it just ended. Yeah, uh, but straight up just ended like that, just like that. And there was so, no rhyme or reason. <laughs> what what is your theory as far as what actually took place? What what happened? Not only on the West so, Coast, but what happened, I guess, to the country in general. So, judging by everything that happened in it, I think I, and this is my theory, I think that it was some kind of a solar flare or even more intense than that. I think, like, so, like, there's this thing where, like, scientifically, like, where, um, scientifically, of course, but, um, but, like, you know how, like, the, the North and South Poles, you know, how they are, what they are. Mm-hmm. Well, every, like, several hundred years, like, multiple hundreds of years, uh, maybe not, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's even more than that. I don't know. I'm not exactly 100% sure. They switch. And when they do that, they're, you know, the the magnetic fields are kind of like down and they're kind of like the magnetic fields are what protects the, the earth from like solar flares and like all of that good, good stuff. Um, and so, um, that kind of like causes everything. Like it would cause like a solar flare would knock out like all of our electronics. Um, just well yeah so it have to probably be something like more like this this the solar or the um the polar the polar the blah, the poles switching um because yeah for a little while the world would be absolutely in chaos because if it was just a solar flare it would probably be just be the like just be a um like electronics would be down and everything like electricity and all of our power grid and everything would just be down for quite a while. I don't, I don't know how prepared we are, but from what I understand, we would be pretty screwed if just like a solar flare hit us. Um, Yeah. As far as like technologically wise, but what's your theory? I, I'm not even gonna say it's technically my theory. It's just you know I was reading a bunch of stuff on the movie. You know after mm-hmm. I watched it, uh, you know while watching the movie, I wasn't really spending a lot of time necessarily thinking or trying to theorize what it was causing. I mean, uh, oh, I was paying attention to like everything because I'm like, this is not all the same. This is all different. Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely thought it could have been a foreign threat, um, and they were attacking the West Coast, but then they. You know, to maximize uh, the impact, they they took out all communications across the entire country. Um, so, I mean, I, I definitely thought that was a possibility. Um, but kind of, you know, reading a lot of stuff afterwards, kind of your take on it was the main thing that most people agreed on, that it it, uh, it was likely some type of major solar storm uh, or geomagnetic storm. Yeah. Um, You know, NASA scientists do say that a large scale solar storm would likely destroy, you know, all the artificial satellites circling the earth, destruction of power grids, basically leave you without communication and electricity. Uh, So, you know, that part of it, you know, kind of based on what we saw in the movie kind of lines up with that. Um, they call it like a Car- a Carrington event, 
And actually, one of these events did take place in 1859. And like telegraph systems all over Europe and North America failed. Um, and there were multiple, like even recorded in history, eyewitnesses talking about the event and even like the the weird lighting in the sky, just describing a lot of things, you know, or some of the things, you know, we saw in the movie. Yeah. Um, and actually on July 23rd, 2012, so pretty recent, um, a Carrington class solar superstorm missed Earth by an inch. Um, so that's how close. Uh, now, of course, we're not saying that the after effect would have been what we saw in the movie. No. Uh, but just that as far as communication and disrupting that kind of stuff, um, uh, you know, very likely uh, impact from, you know, a large scale solar storm. Now, the earthquake part, they said, was likely exaggerated. Um, they said a symptom like that might be thousands of years in the making um, after an event like that. <clears throat> so, but, in, and I, I kind of briefly mentioned it later on, but like there at the end, that pyroclastic cloud, uh, it's one of yeah. the most devastating phenomena that, that can occur on our planet. Um, and actually had a similar event in Guatemala in actually June of 2018, which is about five years ago. Uh, you know, it was, you know, from a volcano eruption and uh, it, it kind of swept through the valley and uh, there's a lot of misinformation, well, I won't say misinformation, just unconfirmed information or different numbers. Uh, usually a lot of reports will say, you know, 200 people died, but in some reports we'll say 300 people died, but 2,000 are missing. So it could be two, 3,000. So anyway, so at least a couple hundred people passed away, but it's basically just, uh, it's like a, just a hot gas and volcanic matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when it's in that cloud form and it sweeps through, uh, you know, kind of the way the movie implied, don't get caught up in it because <laughs> right. uh, you're done uh, if it ever comes. So and you know, I, and I guess the the approach the movie took as far as uh, you know the solar type storm that it, I guess that dis- disruption was enough because y- you assume at least this assumption I made that the reason the West Coast took the brunt of it was from earthquakes and volcanoes that I guess yeah triggered from you know I guess off the coast or you know right in that area. Uh, because you get the impression that the West Coast took the brunt of it, uh, but the impact on the rest of the U.S. apparently was just the chaos uh, from the lack of communication and just the uncertainty of what you know had happened on the West Coast. But see, like you said, it's definitely one of those storms and stuff too, though. Like, remember yeah. having like those gnarly, st- and then the heat waves, like everything was getting really, really hot as well. Like, yeah. So definitely a lot of weird symptoms that were that were going on, and like you said, it was, it was definitely one of those movies where they didn't answer any of those questions for you. Right. Um, they they which, in one part, kind of made it interesting because it, it keeps you guessing um, instead of just you know boom, you know Russia attacked, you know yeah. uh, didn't just flat out give it to you. So it definitely kept you kind of guessing. Um, so. How how did you feel about that approach as far as it um 
not answering the question, just kind of leaving it out there and just, just leaving you with a plate full of implications and <laughs> they leave it up to the viewer to do with it what they may. Um, I mean, normally I really like that. Um, and I mean, here I didn't dislike it. It's just, I don't know. It just doesn't stand out as much in a, I don't know. It's not as, I don't know. In this movie, I feel like it's it's not as it's not it wasn't handled right. Yeah, it's um, not as effective. Yeah, it's not as effective because it wasn't a great movie. Um, which I mean, we can go ahead. I don't know how much more you have to say, but I mean, we can go ahead and actually get into ratings if you want to, real quick. And, All right. So, uh, what what am I going to rate this one? Uh, we can rate this one out of. Five, um, five Cadillacs. All right. So, how many Cadillacs do you think I'm going to give this movie? Um, I think you're going to give this movie two and a half Cadillacs. I'm going to surprise you a little bit. All right. Uh, I've mentioned before in a previous podcast that. I tend to go into rating or, or grading a movie based on how I feel like it did up to its potential or its maybe expectations. Mm-hmm. Obviously this movie didn't have a, a lot of high expectations, at least probably not between the two of us. Cause we didn't know a lot about it. Um, whatever. So I went into it thinking, all right, there's no chance this is going to even be over a four. So I'm, I'm kind of already narrowing my gray down to a four. So how much of that four does it hit? I actually really, really enjoyed this movie. Probably the first hour, maybe even hour and a half. Um, kind of like what you said, up until the point where Force Whitaker's character died, I was actually really enjoying this movie. Yeah. Now, I'm at an advantage because I don't watch a ton of movies. So... I'm not watching this one and immediately comparing it to a bunch of other movies that that did it a lot better. So I kind of have that advantage. Had I seen a lot of other movies that did something similar? Yeah. I'd probably be like, yeah, this sucks, but I haven't. So I was really enjoying this movie. And then it it definitely, it definitely changed after his character died and it got a little weird and then it just ended. Uh, And typically I'm actually the opposite uh, of what you said earlier. I usually don't like it when they just, throw out the theories to you and they leave it up to the viewer because I'm the type of person, you know, you're making a movie for me. You know, you're making the movie for the audience. You know, we're the ones paying the money, whether it's the theater, whatever, do your job. You (laughs) want every question answered. Yes. Don't, I I don't, I want to turn my brain off. And I know not, you know, a lot of people like, they like to think and, and be challenged and, yeah. I don't. I like to turn my brain off. Uh, just take me, take me to another world. Um, just entertain me. Don't throw a bunch of crap out there and expect me to decide how I think it played out or what happened or what it really was. So typically I don't like that approach, but for whatever reason, I didn't mind it as much in this movie because like I said, this movie was very limited. I think that was part of what kept it somewhat interesting is because you didn't know yeah. Uh, so th- that's what kept me interested in, in finding out when I finally got to Seattle, what was it going to reveal? Um, whatever. So having said all that, I'm actually going to give this one surprisingly 
a three three and a half Cadillacs. Okay. Now you might say, well, Jeff, you gave Twister three and a half. So is this movie just as good as Twister? No, absolutely not. <laughs> That's why I said I, I grade things differently. I felt like you know, Twister, the ceiling was a five. And, you know, a lot of editing issues and that kind of stuff. So I felt like, you know, since its ceiling was five, um, you know, they came within a one and a half stars of hitting that ceiling. So very a great movie. Um, whereas this one, I felt like the ceiling was four. And I felt like they did pretty well with with what it was going to be. It was never going to be a really great movie. Uh, so having said that, I mean, like I said, I was surprised that I was as entertained because, like I said, I went in with very low expectations. Um, and I really enjoyed the movie, at least the first hour and a half. I, I thought the last 30 minutes was a letdown. So it's like the first hour, hour and a half, I'm thinking, holy crap, I'm giving this movie a four. And then the way it ended, I could have easily dropped down to a two and a half, to be honest with you. Uh, and I probably there for a while, I probably thought, yeah, this you know, don't take me on a ride like that and give me a sorry ending. Um, but overall, I was like, you know what? I was really entertained the first hour and a half. Uh, yeah, I'll be nice. I'll give it a, I'll give it a three and a half. Okay. However, Parker's only going to give this two Cadillacs. All right, Jeff. Uh, I'm going to uh, disappoint you. Okay. Dude, I, okay. So Forrest Whitaker, I mean, I, I, I remember Theo J- James from like the Divergent films, but I don't really remember any. I don't really know anybody else in this film, honestly. I don't think, um, and even him, I barely even know. So I didn't really have any attachment, and I didn't really. None of them really like kept me drawn in on the film. Uh, the only thing that was interesting was Forrest Whitaker, and even even their interaction was all stereotypical, you know, like it wasn't very, it wasn't very interesting. Like I knew that something was going to happen. They were going to, um, you know, I figured Forrest Whitaker was going to die eventually. Um, I wish that I was wrong, but he did. <laughs> and, you know, it's, I don't know. It's just, I was bored through most of this film, honestly. And I could barely keep, pay attention when Forrest Whitaker was on screen and when he got off of it I was like I literally zoned out even I don't even remember how I and I even remember like looking at the TV for most of it I just don't remember anything that happened and until I was like oh he's finally in Seattle this movie's getting close to being over and that's why where I picked back up honestly uh, and like tuned back in I guess uh, because that's where I can remember from and then the way it ended, man, it was just so dumb. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Like, sometimes movies can do that, you know, like, you know, like, if it's, like, a horror movie or something like that, where you see, like, the killer or something, like, right behind the person as they're, like, walking away, like, that's effective because they're you want them leaving. But that was just dumb, you know? It was, like, it wasn't it wasn't ambiguous enough. You know what I mean? Like, cause you saw it slowing down. So you're like, okay, but did they really get away? You know, but it wasn't really like, I don't know. It was just, it felt like they just handled it so wrong. So 
I'm going to only give this one Cadillac, dude. All right. <laughs> I and and I mean it it definitely probably like has like because I mean my rating skill is totally different than yours. I rate it based on you know the category that it's in and how how you know like how comparable it is like in that category. And I would never, I would never recommend this movie to anybody that wanted to watch any kind of like disaster film um and if the only reason i would recommend it and it's not even for forrest whitaker because i did love forrest whitaker i wouldn't even be like this is you should watch it for forrest whitaker because no don't even do it for that like the only reason i would ever even ask somebody to watch this film would be like hey if you know anything about solar events what do you think that this would this is this portrayal accurate at all? That would be the only thing I would ever want to ask somebody about watching this film. Uh, I'd be like, don't watch the storyline, just fast forward it to like what's going on and the the weather events and tell me if like that's accurate. That would be the only reason I would ask somebody to watch this film. Um, so yeah, one Cadillac, dude, one Cadillac. Hey, it's 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 good that we it's probably been a while since we've had one where we were, I guess vastly so far, different far. yeah uh so it's, it's good to have one like that and like i said i i, I kind of figured that's where it would fall because yeah i definitely knew like at, at the end i think we've even joked about a movie before when it came to the ending it's almost like an intern walks in it's like they tell the intern hey wrap this movie up it's your job's to handle the last 10 15 minutes and it's yeah. just like what yeah um, i mean like this is like this is the equivalent of like okay so like this isn't even one like like okay, this film is like literally like the equivalent of getting like a really bad fast food meal and like struggling to eat through it because you're like i've got to eat because i don't know i mean in this case you know we had to do it for a freaking review but like getting to the very last bite and then finding like a bandaid and, and you know what I mean? Like that's literally how this like film felt to me, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I am curious about something. If, yes. If this has been your experience, okay. uh, I have noticed watching these type of movies, uh, whether it's natural disaster end time, just like a major event phenomenal, you know? Yeah mass chaos whatever it might be used to when i watch these of course your mind's naturally going to think man what would it really be like if that yeah. happened or what but at the same time even though my thoughts went there i'm also thinking well it's a movie that that that'll never happen that's why you need at, to watch least, contagion at least not <laughs> in my lifetime however since covid when I watch stuff like this now, I'm like, anything's possible. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy and wild and just surreal. The whole COVID situation was now when I watch stuff like this, I'm like, it's very possible. I'll experience something like that in my lifetime. I, mean, yeah. I feel like all bets are off now after what we did, you know, dealt with with COVID. Whereas before this kind of stuff, I mean, yeah, I would like visually try to imagine what it would be like, but I never, never thought the chances of it actually happening. you know i always thought it was right. very very slim and now i'm like heck yeah it's possible <laughs> i mean yeah not just that like i mean global warming is a very real thing you know like you know 
not to get like political or not, but I mean, like, I mean, we, we even talk about it, like, you know, off podcasts a lot about how, like, man, I can remember back, back when we were kids in the summers in the South, like we're not this hot all the time and not this humid all the time. Um, and we actually would have, you know, snowy winters a little bit here and there, but you know, now you don't get that at all. Um, it's very rare. And when you do have it, everybody freaks out, but, um, you know what? I, f- I forgot to grade your recap. Oh yeah. What what did you do? Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm going to give you, I'm going to be somewhat generous, but also a little harsh at the same time. Cause I generally don't give you bad grades on this recap, but luckily in it's this okay. case, you're not going to care because this would be the equivalent of you like taking a class. You didn't even want to sign up for anyway. So to you, just passing this this class is the equivalent of an A in any other class. So I'm still going to give you a C. Okay. So you, well, you, I appreciate it. You you easily passed. All right. So to wrap this baby up, uh, who, who's your dude or dud? Um, I'm going to go with a dud. Um, Ricky. I uh, don't, I mean, other than fixing the car, she literally did absolutely nothing that I can remember at all, except for whine and be a bump on the log, like the whole time. And I mean, honestly, like I could literally just like, like, like I didn't even have that planned. I just picked somebody off the top of my head. I could li- <laughs> literally said like, that was literally just the first name. And I was like, I couldn't think of a, I, I, anybody except for Forrest Whitaker could have been a dud in this film legitimately. Like he is literally the only dude, and if he if you pick a dude and it's not Forrest Whitaker, I'm going to be amazed. I'm going to need some good reasons because, uh, I I, I there was nobody else that was redeeming honestly, and I will fight you for anybody else that's a dude that you try to say as a dude. And even Forrest Whitaker was a little bit like me. He was just the only one that was even dude worthy at all. Yeah. But, so who is your dude or dud? <laughs> Who's your dud or the <laughs> Yeah, following up on that. Well, lucky for you, I'm, I'm picking a dud. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. my dud's going to be uh, the neighbor, Jeremiah. And I'm like, come on, man. You know, just because you think the world's in, and you got to move 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 in on this guy's woman and then right. act all weird there at the end. Right. The, just... I could totally see. Okay, so, like, I could have understood, like, the whole – getting with her real fast but the when he got like all defensive about it and got protective that was when it got super weird like it was like bro like it has not been that long like that's why i said i feel like he's been madly in love with her i mean that's a possibility but i definitely think that like for a long time i still think they were i still i still think they were bumping uglies for sure it's it's very possible it's very possible so yeah he's at least once so you know, at least since you hated the movie, you should at least be pleased that it got a double dud. Yeah, but uh, for sure. But it's just a little payback because you know there's been a couple of movies I was below a two, and they were all for your picks. So you, yeah, you may, that, you is, may, that is fair. You, you I, made I me suffer a little bit. I was like, man, I'm, I'm going to kind of feel bad about talking shit about like so much shit about this movie because it's just pick. And then I was like, no, dude, he has gone in on like <laughs> Ernest. <laughs> Like who else did you go? like? I know you're there's been like, a few. Yeah, uh, what, I'm like he's not like the... I feel like all the ones that you've like went in on are like have been my picks. I'm like I think it's getting personal at this point. <laughs> like I should oh, fire back some shot. But, what like, was the one with uh? Was it Luke Wilson? Was he in one of them? What I don't even uh, remember the name of it. I don't. I think it, it was, was it was oh, the time travel. Um, 
where they went back in time and it was just it was just a really dumb he was putting uh like a pod and there was and then oh yeah that was luke wilson that was luke wilson yeah okay. idiocracy. that was idiocracy uh, yeah you didn't yeah. like idiocracy um you didn't like um, harold and kumar harold and kumar yeah there was a few of them that Dude, i just come on okay all right, really all, right hated. all right yeah 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 i feel i feel fine with pick with oh yeah that's that that's why it didn't bother me at all i was like it doesn't bother me that, uh, that he's hating on this one because you know I've I've had to go through a few that <laughs> I'm like why is Parker doing this to me? But in so, my defense, the ones you picked, you knew about the movie. I mean, you had watched them, so you knew exactly what you were picking. I knew it. Yeah, I was uh, at least picking one that I thought, hey, maybe this would be one of those surprises that you know you're not expecting it to be anything. You're like, holy crap, that's actually a pretty good movie. But yeah, and the crazy, the bad thing about it is I was picking films that were like more personal to me um that you just poop all over them so um jeff you got a crazy question or an off the wall or a wacky doodle dandy question for me actually i i have none okay this week believe it or not this it was fine this has been a pretty long episode anyways actually surprised surprisingly enough that we kind of thought it was gonna be a shorter one so we kind of filled it up Shorter compared to last week, so <laughs> yeah, especially yeah, it's been pretty average otherwise, but longer than what we were expecting it to be. I thought before we recorded, we were talking this is going to be like a little bit of a longer episode. Um, but yeah, um, so next week we are doing our streaming original, and for that one, we are going to be doing "Don't Look Up." It's on Netflix. If you have not seen this film, uh, please watch it so you can follow along with us next week and you can listen to with Jeff and see how badly I screw up on that one. Um, yeah. So Jeff, um, anything else you got to say before we get out of here? Nope. Keeping it low key. This go around. I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to this next movie though. I I, I feel sure it's, it's going to score better than uh, this week's movie. Uh, yeah. Just because of, I mean, obviously, this movie's a little bit more, a lot more well known than the one we just covered. Some big name people in it. I'm just feeling like it's going to be pretty decent, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I have. Have you? You haven't seen this one yet. I have not. Okay, so I actually have. Um, I actually have seen this one. This so my story with this one is actually kind of interesting because, like, when I not this past christmas but the christmas before in 2021 christmas of 2021 when i was flying back to nashville for uh the holidays i actually downloaded that the film and watched it on the plane ride so yeah i actually actually that was that's my memory of this movie so it'll be interesting to watch it again on an actual like tv screen <laughs> but um yeah so uh, you watched Don't Look Up while you were thousand yeah, thousands feet in the air. Yeah, yeah, I was not looking, trying not to. Actually, I was looking down the whole time. Yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, so Jeff, you got anything else before we get out of here? Nope, nothing from me. All right, well, Jeff, thank you so much for doing this with me. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We really do appreciate it. If you would like to support us, you can do so by um, sharing the show, you know, giving it to coworkers, family, friends, um, people you hate, people you love, you know, whatever. Just spread the word for us. We really do appreciate it. You can also um, do a one-time 
rating, reviewing, and subscribing. Um, all of those really do, you know, help us out and it kind of moves us up the charts. So anytime you do those, um, helps us get found, gets us like more exposure, which, you know, can get us out there. Um, if you would like to support us financially, you can do so by visiting our Patreon. Um, that and our socials are down in the show notes. And um, thanks again. And remember, um, you literally have to know nothing about survival to make it through the apocalypse. Peace out. <laughs> oh, actually, that was like the first time I, in a while that I've actually been able to come up with one on the fly pretty quick. I was, even though it wasn't a great one, at least I came up with one. So, well done, well done, Danka, Danka. Although, were you not at least a little impressed that that Will in the movie, how his skills suddenly improved with the gun and driving and <laughs> yeah, it's like he leveled up from a video game. Like you said, he was a, a he was a total goon for all the movie, and all something just something clicked. <laughs> it's right, just like, like he's like a master with the gun. He's pulling off all these moves in the car. I was like, okay, <laughs> right. <laughs>